Welcome to One Man's Opinion, brought to you by the Elite Fantasy, Fantasy Guru, and EliteSportsBetting.com. And now, here's your host, Jeff Manns. All right, welcome it, everybody. It is the podcast that's sweeping the nation. Welcome to it, everybody. This is episode one. Is this really, have I really done this many episodes? This just feels gratuitous. 100 and 95 episode 195 of the podcast that continues to sweep the nation it's one man's opinion thank you thank you thank you each and every one of you for your support thanks for listening thanks for tuning in thanks for continuing to download subscribe like favorite comment and most importantly listen to this uh, show i know that a lot of people after football season you guys uh drop off the numbers always drop off after the nfl season does that on the radio, it does that with uh, podcasts as well. It's kind of interesting how that happens, even though there's a ton to talk about. That's how I know who the real people are. That's how I know who is going to win. Like, those are the people that I know are going to have a legitimate shot at winning. If you're one of those who just kind of fly in and fly out during the NFL season, I, there's a lot that you miss out and it's just crazy to me that you treat it so casually, but, and then it's not to be casual, then you're hardcore into it when it's in, when it's in session, that's just a weird dynamic that I've never understood. Anything you want to be good at, you should put the time into, but nevertheless, everybody, uh, we got a lot planned today. Super Bowl 58 recap as well. We'll do a lot of recapping the entirety of the 2023 NFL regular season, Playoffs, Super Bowl. Now we know Kansas City Chiefs are the champions. Give you my reactions to that. We'll talk about a little bit, a uh, lot of a big announcements and things going forward. If you are, uh, if you follow my work, speaking of which, I am Jeff Mans. You can find my work. You hear me weekday afternoons on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. I host a show called Elite Sports. That show has just been picked up for yet another year. I signed a contract back in November, a uh, contract extension, I should say. And in that same spirit, it's now going to expand to three hours a day, which is a testament to all of you listeners out there. I deeply appreciate and respect you guys continuing to tune in to make the show as popular as it has become. It's beyond honestly, my wildest dreams, and I'm very happy with the uh, – I'll talk a little bit about that in a moment, about moving to three hours. Now, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time every weekday afternoon on Elite Sports. I am part owner and the chief content officer over at FantasyGuru.com. It's really the place to be. We are the largest active community in fantasy sports and sports betting. And I cannot tell you how important it is to have a community behind you. It's one thing for somebody – like myself or any of our team members to throw out bets and plays and draft picks and things like that. That's one thing. It's another, it's a whole different thing to be part of a community that talks things out that you have eyeballs on every game, on every second of every game and every sport from English premier league and champions league soccer to the NBA to of course the national football league and major league baseball, just a wonderful, wonderful thing out there as well. So, um, you know, I don't take that lightly. And speaking of which we have a brand new offer for those who enjoyed the success of the super bowl, enjoyed the success of this NFL season. Let's keep it going. I'm in the NBA rooms over at fantasyguru.com every single weeknight and weekday every day except this i'm in there every day i'm in there more than i was in the nfl room i think i was in the nfl room every day but like i usually took saturdays kind of to chill i do betting and everything else in 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 our discord i don't really take many days off um i don't have any days off ever i mean of posting plays and picks and our team is second to none in the NBA as well. We have a package called the MVP MVP package over there. It is now almost 70% off 65, 68% off. It's $75. It's a $200 package membership level. And it's $75. That's it. It's all NBA, meaning the whole rest of the regular season, 
the entire playoff run. That's DFS and betting. All college basketball, DFS and betting. All NHL, DFS, seasonal betting. All MMA, DFS and betting. All PGA, DFS and betting, both packages, right? You kind of see this soccer, everything, DFS and betting, right? NHL, I mentioned already. PGA, I mentioned already. Um, And NASCAR that's now starting up here as well. Got great new stuff for NASCAR, including a brand new podcast, part of our Elite Plus network over there. Um, so everything that we do in basketball, college basketball, NHL, PGA, MMA, soccer, racing, Formula One, it's all included in that $75 plan. It's called the MVP package. Get over there, fantasyguru.com. You're going to win your $75 back easy, and you'll have the time of your life as well. So get over there and check that one out. Also, you can follow me over. By the way, fantasy baseball draft guide also available. Get the if you really want to just save money, be an MVP, VIP. I'm sorry, VIP Platinum over at uh, fantasyguru.com. That's the way to be. Ted Schuster will hook everybody up with 50% off right now of a VIP. And that includes if you are upgrading from an already existing package, you'll get that money credited to your current VIP upgrade. Support at fantasyguru.com. That way you get all the baseball draft guide, betting, everything that we add, everything. Horse racing is part of that too, by the way. So uh, get over there, check that out. Follow me on social media at Jeff underscore Mans on Twitter. The Jeff Mans on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Blue Sky, and on threads, everybody. So there you go. As uh, we're beginning this episode, I've got... NBA bets flying off. I'm super freaking pissed. By the way, this is an uncensored podcast. I'm going to say the naughty words. I'm going to say the bad words. No kids, no sensitive ears. You know, it's an election year. So I, I, I'm i going to stab, um, metaphorically, of course, I'm going to stab your favorite political affiliation constantly this year. Just something you should know. If you're one of those who take uh, everything highly offensive and things, probably not the best show for you. Uh, I will poke fun at everybody and anybody, but uh, I don't really play those uh, those games where you have to be on one side or the other. That's just not how I roll. So uh, fuck off. Fuck off Jalen Williams. How about that? Who's one assist shy of a monster fucking uh, prop parlay for us and our subscribers. Just fucking lost. Sweating that one out the whole time. God, that really fucking pisses me off. But uh, it's all right. We're gonna. We are uh, hit one earlier. We're gonna. We've got you know games still going on, and uh, I'm really we're in re- real well position for another three banger here as well. But uh, so I won't be distracted anymore. That is for sure. I'm gonna talk all things Super Bowl as well. Let me let me before I get into Super Bowl 58, congratulations to the Chiefs. Congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers for making it this far. Um where do I, let me start out with saying about the uh, the peek behind the curtain type of thing. Um the Sirius XM show, Elite Sports. A lot of people asking me, uh, we announced it the other day in you know when I put something on Twitter as an announcement it's like the worst thing in my life. I fucking hate doing it. I'm probably the fantasy inventor of the announcement, but at the same time, I fucking hate it. I just fucking hate him. But you know, it's worth it. It's a good thing. We love the fact that uh, people get to enjoy the show. And, you know, honestly, it does humble me that the show is as successful. It is. And that's ultimately why this third hour, um, I have another announcement to make, and this one we are not making until Wednesday's XM show, so I'm going to make it before that. So for those of you who hit this podcast late night, early mornings, overnight Tuesday into Wednesday, you're going to hear it first here. So part of the deal with me going to three hours is that we get another show. And we are going to be debuting that show on the same day that Elite Sports goes three hours. This show is called Elite Sports Game Time. 
And Elite Sports Game Time will be from 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Thursday on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. And it will be hosted bum, 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 by my guys, Justin Fensterman and Ray Flowers. How freaking cool is that? That is exciting for me. I'm super pumped up with it. Five hours now every weeknight, uh, Monday through Thursday at least. No show on Friday for those boys. I'll still be on Fridays, of course. But we are going to do a lot of good things. We There's going to be a lot of live betting, a lot of in-game betting, a lot of NBA, a lot of Major League Baseball, a lot of in-game United Football League you know, NFL draft. I mean, it, there's so much stuff that we're going to be able to do. And it's great for the channel on SiriusXM. It, it's really great for that audience. It's really great for everybody involved. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, I think that it's an interesting year because there's a lot of regression happening in the fantasy sports industry and it's sad. I've seen a lot of people out of work and, and lose the job, like great people through no fault of their own, just bad business ownership. Sometimes, um, you know, lots of deals have fallen through. And I'm very proud of what we've done over at fantasyguru.com because I feel that we've done things the right way, right? We, we are one of the biggest operations. We're the largest active community, as I always brag about, because I love that part of it. And we're also one of the biggest independent. Like we don't have a big corporate structure ahead of us. We're the pirate ship. You know, we're the ones that are, we're just out there, right? We're the ones that are just, uh, you know, doing it ourselves and, and, you know, touching our customers all the time, sometimes inappropriately. (laughs) Sometimes, uh, you know, we're out there, grinding away, producing tons of content for so many different sports in all varieties of fantasy too. Like it's just, there's so much that we do. And, um, and really it's become a great culture and a good place to work. And I'm very proud of that. And on the show, the show hasn't been for everybody. Our show was immensely popular amongst industry people. I, I feel personally, I've been shit on quite a bit within the industry the fantasy industry that is just a lot of a lot of hatred a lot of jealousy uh all that kind of stuff and it you know i don't hold anybody accountable i don't really get into that anymore i used to i used to keep names but i don't anymore because i've realized that it's not about me it's not about my team it's really about all you all the listeners i want to put on a good show and informative and educational and entertaining show for everybody and the bottom line is it's my 14th year on Sirius XM and the show's never been more popular. You know, it's just, it's really a popular show. It's a highly, the highest rated show. If I'm allowed to say that, you know, and what are you going to do? Most listened to and all that. We don't win the awards because we don't pay off anybody or, you know, we don't suckle at anybody and that's fine. You know, um, we're not going to do that, but the audience wins. And I think that's the most important thing. And we're going to be able to do a lot more content on elite sports and elite sports game time uh, every single night. So I'm, I'm really pumped up about that. And I want to thank everybody out there that does support either one of either of those shows or both of us all Fensty and Ray. We're honored to be doing that. A lot more guest appearances for our guys and our team over at fantasyguru.com. I know a lot of guys are itching to get their shots and opportunities and uh, more airtime is coming. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, the good thing is we've done it the right way. And I'm pumped up about that. And the show is really successful. When you talk about the amount of listens, you know, that we get on a daily basis, it's you start, you know, the Super Bowl is the highest rated show of all time. I guess they're saying now that the moon landing technically was more. Who the fuck knows? 1960 and Nielsen ratings. I don't fucking think so. No fucking way. I'm sorry, but whatever they want to say, fine. But you start looking at like the television ratings and even local TV ratings, right? And you look at total number, like the actual number 
of you know households and TV sets and listeners that tune in to that. I a big thing. John Stewart's back on Comedy Central, and they had nine hundred thousand listens and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean that's amazing. But you look at a bunch of the number one shows; they get three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand listeners. Like we do three times that amount of audience. I don't know how many people know that or not. But like we do three times that audience on our little show. And you know, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking proud. I'm real proud uh, of building that camaraderie um with all of you and and continuing to do so, right? And like that's the thing. We're going to keep this thing going and do it for even more airtime. So and I I really do appreciate the folks at SiriusXM tr entrusting us to do this, to allow us the opportunity to, you know, get in and take more airtime and, and, you know, trust us with the airtime. Cause quite frankly, I mean, let's face it. There are people that don't, that take it for granted that they don't really, they don't do research and everything. I've had my producer, Justin Fensterman used to be my producer now, back in the day, for those who don't know, he's now our NBA analyst over at fantasyguru.com. And all the producers know how hard we work. The producers work very hard on the show. The co-hosts work very hard on the show. I work very hard on the show. And that's what we, we do that because you don't just show up, turn on a microphone. Like even for this podcast, I hear fucking, hear these fucking papers. I have tons of notes. These are just my bets. I want to recap all the bets, the highs and the lows and all my show notes. Like I've got tons of notes I do a lot of work to go into it. You know, somebody told Phil, Phil Backard, our producer on XM over the weekend, like, well, you only work like two hours a day, right? Like, fuck off, man. No, work a lot. Work on this show alone. I work about eight hours a day, not the one man's opinion, the elite sports show. And then I have writing to do. I have research to do. I own the business. I have to be in those meetings and I have to be on hands with payroll and, and expense reports and all that kind of shit. You know, it's, it's just a lot. And so, you know, it, it makes it all worthwhile that this stuff, uh, it pays off after, you know, years and years of hard work. So Anyway, wanted to get that out there. Wanted to, everybody to uh, understand where we are coming from and what we are about there as well. And uh, I'll show my appreciation. Let's dive into it. So Elite Sports Game Time, baby. 8 to 10 Eastern, Monday through Thursday. Very, very excited about that. I'm very, very excited uh, to announce that and uh, cannot wait. And we'll be talking about it with me and Ray on the Wednesday Elite Sports Show, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern, not this week, but starting next week, the 19th of February, all this goes down. Uh, Super Bowl 58. So, you know, what do we think? Don't make excuses. You can't make it. None of us can make excuses. We're not allowed to, right? We're just not allowed to make those excuses. We can't say that it was stolen from anybody. You can't say it was rigged. You can't say it was one, you know, you, you can't say that there was one play that did this. Everything went according to plan. The Chiefs didn't play well. The 49ers built a lead and they blew it. Of course they, why wouldn't they blow it? Why wouldn't Mahomes lead a comeback? Why wouldn't it, all of this stuff was going to happen? All of this was going to happen, right? Like that's what this is. That's what was Kyle Shanahan is a fucking choke artist. That's what he does, man. He chokes. I went through it all with you on the last episode. That's why I bet the way I bet on Kansas City. So, I mean, there's nothing else there. Again, I can't say this one on the radio, but here's what I really meant earlier in the week when I said this. If you want, if you're in a fight, right, or if you're in a street fight or whatever, if you're in any contest, it doesn't matter, competition, you got to beat the fuck out of them. 
you can't win on points. You have to smash, you have to swing and swing and swing and swing until there's no more fucking air in your opponent. That's the only metaphorically, of course. I don't want to talk about killing somebody. That's what you have to do. You can't just uh, get a 10 point lead. Mm-hmm. We'll sit on it. Mm-hmm. You can't play those kind of fucking games. You just can't do it. The Chiefs are not an all-time great team. They're not even the best team in the league necessarily. If you want to talk about straight talent and player by player, nobody can beat them because nobody rose up to the challenge. Tuatonga Vailoa, the Dolphins didn't. Josh Allen, the Bills didn't. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens didn't. Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Shannon, the 49ers didn't. Bottom line. You're not, you know, this idea that you should win, uh, they held on certain plays. It doesn't matter. There's none of that is, it's all just terrible fucking excuses. It won't, what in the world do you think a holding penalty is going to do? Do you think Patrick Holmes will crumble? Is that what you think will happen? You're out of your fucking gourd. You're out of your mind. No. Of course he's not going to crumble. Of course he's going to beat you. The 49ers held him in the previous Super Bowl. It was third and 20. He just threw a 30-yard pass. Whatever. You're going to back him up with a holding None of that matters. The bottom line is the 49ers couldn't fucking score. They couldn't score enough. Right? That's that's You got up 10 points. Should have never. The uh, Ted pointed this out, Ted Schuster on the Elite Sports Show, uh, pointed out very well. I think it was actually Phil Backard that said it. Going into halftime, you get up 10 to nothing on McCaffrey, that trick play of Juwan Jennings, who, by the way, was going to win MVP if the 49ers pull it out. You go up 10 to nothing with four minutes, 23 seconds left. And you let them, your defense just, you drop back, you play dime formation, dime coverages, and you let them just dink and dunk their way right down the fucking field. Pacheco for six. Pacheco for six. Um, uh, You had that Justin Watson to uh, Mahomes, or Mahomes to Justin Watson. Then you had Pacheco for eight, Ray Rice, or Ray Rice, oh geez, Rasheed Rice for six, Rasheed Rice for 11, Rasheed Rice for three, Rasheed Rice for two, and a rushing play. You know, you just dinked and done, you let them right down the field, and then they kicked the field goal. Oh, but that's what they, they were okay as long as we have the lead. No, that's exactly what you don't do in that situation. You got to get aggressive. You got to play for a turnover. You got to go at them the same way you started the game with. Because they had the ball in the second half. Now they end up throwing an interception <laughs> in that second half, but the 49ers didn't do anything with it. They dilly dallied around. Eventually, let the Chiefs kick another field goal and, you know, inch it to 10 to six and just inch it again and, you know, Muff a punt. And then once you did that, that was it. You muffed the punt. Fucking touchdown right away after that. Kansas City's got the lead. Now you're fucked. Now you're fucked. Because now you're playing a possession battle game. And even though the 49ers retook the lead, you, the, four, the Chiefs were always going to have that last possession. That's exactly what happened. You got the tie. I think it's as generous as the Kansas City Chiefs could have been. And then you rush down, the, you take the ball first, which, by the way, big mistake there. Don't take the ball first. Don't don't think there's going to be a second round of possessions. There doesn't have to be. I don't understand people like that. I don't understand people that want the ball first or to shoot the ball first. You ever play a game with your friends like, you want to go first or last? You go last. Why? Because you always know what you need at the end of it. It's asinine to me that you wouldn't want the last call. 
the last shot. What a bunch of cucks that don't want to take the last shot for the win. Either way, if the 49ers, if the, let's say the Chiefs, the 49ers chose to take the ball second, Chiefs go down and score a touchdown. You go down, you, you know, okay, I have to go score a touchdown too. Number one, if your defense first, if you take the ball away, that game's fucking over. That, I mean, that's your clear, if you want the absolute clearest, quickest path to victory, there you go. That's your clearest path to victory, right? If you turn the ball over right there, or if they go down, worst case scenario, they score a touchdown. If they go for two and get it, well, you know, all right, we, well, you have to go and we go and make sure decision really, you know exactly what you have to do. If they kick, if they score a touchdown and kick the extra point, you go back down, you have to score a touchdown, and then you have the choice. Tie it up, play another possession, or don't give them the ball back. Fuck them. You go for two and you win it right there. <laughs> the ball is literally in your hand. But again, they don't know this shit. They're not coached on this stuff. Oh, sure. Shanahan, oh, we made the plan before. Play. Bullshit. He never even thought about it. Never even thought about it. You know, so just bullshit. That's all I got to say. Total and utter bullshit. 49ers got schooled in every sense of the word. I thought Brock Purdy played an amazing game. He played just amazing in the first half. Wasn't as sharp in the second half. I thought Kyle Shannon, though, should have been more aggressive in the first half. It's where you got to just go and knock their socks off. You have your quarterback playing that well, and you're going to not be aggressive. You're going to be content with a seven-point lead. Come on, what a bunch of bullshit. Don't do that. Play for the win. It should have been up 21 nothing, 24 nothing. Build that lead when your quarterback is running that hot. Make them... Go into hurry up mode. Make take them off. Of, at no point were the Kansas City Chiefs uncomfortable in that Super Bowl. Not for a single minute. Not on the interception. Not on their ten point lead. Nothing. Never for a second were they uncomfortable. And ultimately, that's why you lost. Where do they go from here? Are they? You know, Chiefs are an all time team. This is one of those dynasties that is just crazy. Um, I think that what doesn't get talked about enough in sports is not the physical skills. It's the who you are. So many teams. I'm so sick of hearing, I got to draft the next Patrick Mahomes. You got to draft. This guy's got the arm of Mahomes and mobility. There is, it's not at all about what he does. It's not about how tall, strong, fast, Bad facial hair. Ted Schuster would say bad haircut. His arm strength. None of that has any... You can copy all of that. You can get physical specimens that are better than Patrick Mahomes. You cannot get a guy who's more determined, more humble, more hardworking. It's amazing to me that people see the successes of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Montana back in the in my day. And they don't see that track record of success and say that we need to emulate that part of it. Everyone just thinks, oh, we need to you know, you, you need the physical skills. I'm gonna get my own version of that guy. No. And quite honestly, that version is not Caleb Williams. It's not Drake May. That version is much more likely to be Brock Purdy, even though I don't think it is, but Tom Brady was a six-round, after-round thought. Anybody in the league could have Patrick Mahomes. They drafted Mahomes when they had Alex Smith. You know? It's just, you don't know what's inside. You've got to test these prospects on what's inside of them, their determination, their willingness to work. Patrick Mahomes sat out an entire season, didn't play for an entire season, just learned, sat and sat and sat. 
Aaron Rodgers sat for three seasons. Brock Purdy sat for most of one. Jimmy Garoppolo before that sat for three, two and a half seasons, two and three quarter seasons. These The guys that sit the bench, that wait their turn, that are patient and learn, they seem to have the most success. They're the ones that have the majority of success in this league. And it's bewildering people don't see it. Just fucking bewildering that they don't see it. Um, let's see. My notebook from Super Bowl 58, Reba McIntyre. Uh, that's funny. That's why you don't bet on stupid shit like the fucking national anthem. Reba, was, that was a short, and she strung it out to go past the 90-second mark. It's hilarious. Watch a TikTok video with these fucking clowns that uh, that bet 10 grand on it. Just fucking stupid. Now, listen, if you're just doing it for fun, you got 10 grand to spare, fine. Right? But that was stupid. Don't bet on that stuff. Also, why are they promoting movies that don't come out till October or November? Coming next Thanksgiving. Oh, in nine months? Who in the fucking hell is going to remember? Oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure uh, Thanksgiving I'm going to buy theater tickets to go see whatever the fuck it is. No one's doing that. What a What a colossal waste. You could announce that on the 4th of July and you're still way too early. But you're going to wait to the biggest event of the year. The biggest event of the year. So you could spend the most. You wonder why Hollywood's so fucked up. Because you spend $9 million to promote something that hasn't even been made yet. Idiotic. My live bets were fired, by the way. Oh, Kelsey bumping his coach. Kelsey bumped into Andy Reid after the Pacheco fumble. He was pissed he wasn't on. I, it's funny because, man, the Taylor Swifties out there are very upset. They were worried about him being violent. And welcome to the life of dating a football player. That was, there's been time. Mahomes in that Buffalo game and now Kelsey there. Like, Kelsey, there's a, an amount of celebrity that is unfathomable. Taylor Swift is that type of celebrity. Kelsey is approaching it. And let me, I don't know. I'm sure other people said this, but I mean, well, for the kids, I, I think it's great. I really, I love happiness and people being happy, but I do think when you see Kel, Travis Kelsey like that, and you see how weird his fucking brother is, Jason, like, wow, what the, this guy's in a mask. He's no shirt. It's kind of fun. And it's kind of not. Right? It's kind of like it's funny, but is there something wrong with him? Because it ceases being funny when you see him with his kids the next day. You're like, this is a grown man. You can't act like that, dude. Right? It just, you just can't. It's, you just can't. Again, you get away with it when the kids are three, four, five, six, seven. Go do that. Be that guy with a 13, 14, 15, 16 year old kid. And tell me how that's going to go over in your household. So, I mean, I, I don't know. But Travis Kell, it's going to end badly, I think, that relationship. Because I don't know. It's really fun right now when she won a Super Bowl. Like, what does happen when Mr. Celebrity and Mr. Most Famous in the NFL, what does happen with him? Patrick Mahomes He's the face of the entire league, and he's the most humble guy about it. Now, did he bitch and moan and wants referees to call it his way? Absolutely. But you don't see him, you know, out and putting himself above everybody. He hasn't dramatically changed the way he dresses and styles and all that shit. You know? So, I mean, that that's that's something that worries me. Uh, I'll get to my live betting. Usher, uh, terrible set list. Not because he's Usher. I like plenty of Usher songs. He played it like a concert. At a concert, you ease everybody in. You don't start out with your biggest hit. Why? Because, well, number one, it, it's the Carly Rae Jepsen theory. Don't play Call Me Maybe first. Everyone leaves after that. They're not interested anymore. Also, people, sometimes they get stuck in traffic or they're at the T-shirt stand or they're beer stand or whatever you don't play your best song 
you don't play your best song first, right? You ease into it. Then you eventually hit them. Well, in a Super Bowl halftime, everybody's already there. The more he caught up in the first song was a bad choice. I like that song, actually. And even I was like, what fucking song is this? I don't even remember. I, it's from 20 years ago. Like, no, it was just a bad set list. Should have started right out of the gate with DJ guys fall in love or yeah, yeah, something like that. Just right out of the top. One of your biggest hits that everybody would recognize the hook and you're off. He didn't do it. Streaker, <laughs> there's a streaker on the field and uh, supposedly he bet on himself being a streaker. I don't believe any of that bullshit at all. I do not. Also reason why uh, the sports book shouldn't offer those stupid fucking bets. Everything about that entire situation, whether it's true, not true, I don't give a shit. I'm not even going to investigate it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. And I think all it does is get in the way. Right? Um, other notes, the second coin toss was stupid. Uh, I mentioned that already. Third down incompletion, Kansas City was incomplete in overtime. Kansas City was called for holding on that that call. Um, bunch of live bet. Now, let me get into my betting because like, uh, you know, right now I was on fucking fire on the live bet. I was just laser focused on this game and read it exactly right in every possible way. So those of you followed in the Manscaped Discord room at fantasyguru.com, congratulations. It was a 9.9 unit win. Uh, if your unit size is nine or is a hundred dollars then you're nine hundred ninety dollars it's a grand right i mean that's pretty nice fucking way to uh, go about it you know so uh i think that you know it was a good effort i i just nailed the drives the 49ers third uh drive field goal attempt boom hit that for five units 11th drive field goal attempt for the chiefs boom you know that's what they were gonna do the only one I miss is the 49ers field goal attempt on the 10th drive. I thought for sure that's what they were going to do. And even though they did, eventually <laughs> it did work out. Um, they got the Juwan Jennings touchdown. I think that was a bad decision by them. I think they should have just got the lead. But again, and again, Jeff, you said you got to knock them out. Right. I don't think fourth and three, if you don't score, that would have tied the game, actually. If you don't score there, you I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs would have just fucking milked that clock. Just they would have they would have just squeezed it. They go down and score a touchdown. That is 20 to 10. Now you're two scores down with probably four or five minutes at most left in the game. You're fucked. Should not have done that, but uh, and that's the one I missed. Overall, I hit the SGP, Chiefs plus seven and a half, Kansas City and Borders under 52. I gave that out on this show uh, last week. We hit on that. Missed on Debo Samuel over receiving yards. Hit on Marquez Valdez Scantling over receiving yards. Opening kick touchback hit. Um, first penalty, false start hit. Highest scoring quarter, second missed only because the fucking fourth quarter. There wasn't much scoring anyways, only 13 points in the second, but more than the first and third and had as many in there. And, uh, you know, before the two field goals with under two minutes left, one by Jake Moody, one by Butker, then to tie it, eh, that kind of screwed us on that, but it's fine. Um, and the number of players under eight and a half, number of players with a rushing attempt, that was just bullshit. Yeah, it was such, use check never gets the fucking ball. That's another thing. I I didn't even talk about it. Fucking use why? Why it was so obvious they forced the ball to use check a couple. Come on. It's just stupid. No sense. You didn't use the guy all year. I know he's a great player. He's good at what he does. He draws coverage away. He blocks extremely well. That's what you should be doing. But no. He had to use use check. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire played five snaps the entire game and got a carry. I have no idea why Rasheed Rice got two carries in this game. That was the one I worried about the most. I'm like, do they, yeah, Rasheed Rice, all right. And I figured, all right, 
on that side of the ball, those four getting a rush attempt, Mahomes, Pacheco, Rice, and Hilaire are fine. We could survive that. We could have survived Purdy, McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Debo Samuel. It's then Juszczyk that fucked us on that one. Juszczyk and Edward Solaire. But uh, anyway, lost that one. Kelsey over six and a half receptions. Told you he was going to set the second all-time mark, and he would rival Jerry Rice. He did exactly that. Um, Justin Reed over five and a half tackles. Hit on that. And... Um, yeah, and then a bunch of live bets. Uh, I hit, I think, three out of five, but again, fucking positive five units on that. Pretty freaking good overall. Uh, bets I gave away on the XM show, um, basically all of them. Ted had Brock Purdy under 258.5 yards, and he had 255. Well done, Ted. Um, and that, yeah, the false start penalty, that touchback. Uh, all played out very, very well. The ultimate pool for those who uh, were following along at fantasyguru.com and in the Manscaped Discord room, the uh, I'll give you the master key out now. Some people asking me for that. Uh, which team? 49ers, obviously, or Chiefs. Chiefs plus two and a half won that. The over or under 47 and a half, it obviously finished under barely 47 on the nose. Coin toss was heads. Game time temperature was 54 degrees. The first commercial after kickoff was wicked. Who would have fucking... That's that's the one. Why is there fucking advertising that's coming out next fucking November? First animal, the star in a commercial was a monkey. First car commercial was BMW. First CBS show was Ghosts, which I'm stunned by. I thought it would be either they would promote the show coming after them, which is Tracker or that new Taylor Tomlinson late night show that they're freaking pushing on everybody. I thought that would be it. Or maybe the final season of young Sheldon. And no, of course it was ghosts, which player to have the first catch again. How ridiculous Kyle use just the dumbest thing ever. Which player scored the first touchdown McCaffrey, uh, which team will have the first penalty? That was the 49ers. Which team will have the first punt? That was the Chiefs. After the 49ers had the ball, drove it all the way down, and fumbled right out of the gate. So the Chiefs were the first ones to punt. First field goal were the 49ers. First turnover was the 49ers. Nobody called a replay challenge. We didn't sit through any challenges that entire game. That's what a game should take, by the way. Right? That's why, I mean, that was, that game moved. For all the bitching and complaining, that one actually, this game actually moved for a Super Bowl with extended halftime show, extended commercial times, and all that. The show actually moved. Which team will have the ball last before halftime? That was the 49ers. Which time did halftime occur? 8 12 p.m. Eastern time. 7, 12 p.m. Central, 6, 12 West or Mountain Time, and 5, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. What song did Usher sing first caught up? What color will Usher be wearing white when the game ends? What yard line will it be? End zone because the overtime. Nicole Hardman, game was over then. No yard line. It was just the end zone. Last team to score was the Chiefs. Number of first downs, 47. Will there be a two-point conversion attempt? No. Most receiving yards in the game, Kelsey. Most rushing yards, Pacheco or McCaffrey. This was actually relatively close to Mahomes, I should have thrown in there, because he led the Chiefs. By the way, the first player in history, second player in history to lead his team in passing and rushing yards in the Super Bowl. Steve Young being the other was Patrick Mahomes this year. McCaffrey, uh, Number of touchdowns combined for Purdy and Mahomes, three. Which quarter has the most points? Four. Which team won? Obviously, the Chiefs. Final score, 25-22. Patrick Mahomes, MVP. And the attendance for the tiebreakers, 61,629. So there you go. So that is the recap of Super Bowl 58. Um, What did we learn this season? Like, what... What can we discern from it? What can we take away from the entirety of the season? I I will stand behind the fact that it's the Chiefs not winning it. Nobody else beat them. 
you really have to go for the jugular. You have to knock them the fuck out. If you're not willing to do that or not able to do it, stay off the road. Quite honestly, I I think I hurt Phil Backert's feelings, and I, I'm not sorry about it because it's the truth. I don't think the Ravens were that good. I don't think the Houston Texans were that good. I don't think the Cowboys were that good. I don't think that the Packers were that good. Tampa wasn't that good. The Rams weren't that good. A bunch of teams just kind of, you know, they they just won more than they lost and were just better than, this was a down year. No NFL team. Miami started out like a juggernaut. Buffalo closed out like a juggernaut. Detroit looked like world beaters at times. They kicked themselves. Detroit, you will look back at the 2023 season as a Detroit Lion fan, and you will be like, uh, to quote the great poet Usher, oh my God, how the fuck did we let that season slip away? This was your year, man. This was The more you look at it, this is the kind of year that a team like the Lions could have and should have just flourished. Next year, Miami will be healthy. Aaron Rodgers will be back. Cleveland will have Deshaun Watson back. Pittsburgh will get a quarterback, probably Justin Fields. Joe Burrow will be back. C.J. Stroud will have a second year. Trevor Lawrence won't be as bad. Anthony Richardson's going to be a problem for people. The Raiders have a coach finally. He won't be in such turmoil. Sean Payton is in his second year. Jim Harbaugh's in L.A. with ju- with a healthy Justin Herbert. You know, I mean, what? Atlanta has a real head coach that will use their best offensive assets at the very least. The Bears are going to get insurmountably, could have the next great quarterback in the league and Caleb Williams and a bunch of draft picks. Green Bay, second full year with Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs and Jordan Love. Kirk Cousins will be back in Minnesota with a healthy Justin Jefferson. Philadelphia, whatever happened to Philadelphia in the second half likely won't happen. And they have Vic Fangio in the, to help the defense. Like, my God, right? Daniel Jones will be healthy for the Giants. Like, all the, these are a lot of differences. Teams are going to be better. You're not, you're, but somebody has to rise up. And somebody will. There always is. There's always somebody else to rise up. You know, we've seen it over and over, every great dynasty. You know, for me, right before my time, it was the Steelers. Really, it was the Cowboys and Steelers going back and forth throughout the 70s. You had a little bit of Dolphins there in the early 70s, giving way to to the Steelers and Cowboys. Then the 80s, it the Bears were really fucking good, but it was mostly the San Francisco 49ers. Right, a little bit of New York Giants thrown into the the mix in there as well. The 90s, it became the Dallas Cowboys and Buffalo Bills running the show. In the late 90s, it was Packers and Broncos running things in the NFL. The early 2000s, the late 90s, early 2000s, greatest show on turf, the Rams and Mike Martz and Ramil and Kurt Warner. That gave way to the Patriot dynasty. All right, you got a couple years of there of Giants. And Steelers, right? A Packer year jumped out of nowhere, but mostly it was the Patriots. And then the Patriots gave way to the the current Chiefs. Like, it will happen, but somebody, you got to get that next world beater. You got to get that next guy, that next team. And that's what's going to have to, they're going to have to knock off. Right now, it's the only team that shows anything against the Kansas City Chiefs is the Bengals. They're the only ones that you can count on, you know? So take that for what it's worth and know that going into next season as well. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, what else did we learn from this season? Oh, boy. Uh, From a fantasy standpoint, of course, wide receivers rule the day. There's going to be so many values at running back. I've already declared... Guys like Christian McCaffrey, Sam Laporta, Arch Puka Nakua. It's a disaster. Don't do not think you're gonna show up with those guys 
and win in 2024. I don't, you know, you have one of them. If you have the first pick, you go McCaffrey, you just back it up. Like you have to, he's 28 years old coming off the biggest workload of his entire life. You know, just be careful with that. It's too much. You're, you're putting too much faith and trust in a guy who's done nothing but fuck you in the ass constantly year after year after year. Don't believe in that again. A 28-year-old running back, a depleted offensive line, first-place schedule. Ugh. Gives me shudders even thinking about it. Sam Laporta talked about it on the XM show the other day. Ten touchdowns. Wasn't in top four in any other statistical category. Touchdowns, and that led to being number one in fantasy points. And that was literally it. So, careful. Um. Drafting wide receivers early. I think this, I've said it so many times, it's the best NFL offseason we'll ever see. Right? We're never going to see this much, this high-powered, offensive-based prospects coming into the league. Caleb, Marvin Harrison, Drake May, Brock Bowers, Jaden Daniels. Right. I mean, it, it, that's not even count Malik neighbors. Oh, fuck. I love that dude. I mean, geez, they're Joe Alt, the offensive line. The offensive linemen are fantastic. Fashanu from Penn State is amazing. I mean, there are so many real good offense. I'm talking offensive guards, tackles, running backs, receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks. It's an all-time class. Then you get all the guys like Mike Evans and Michael Pittman who are set to be free agents this offseason. You've got eight new head coaches around the league. you got 16 already new offense coordinators, 15 new defense coordinators, half the leagues on different systems. You're going to have tons of player movement. Post-June 1st, players designated for release. Where will Russell Wilson be? Where's Justin Fields going to be this offseason? These are huge questions, and they'll sway the entire fantasy life of 2024. And that's why you got to pay attention. That's why we have our package. It's 1999. You missed the Super Bowl, but you get the entire NFL offseason. You get all of our free agency. All Remember, special shows. Free agency. OTAs, mini camps, everything NFL draft, all things United football, DFS and betting. That's all part of that package. Fantasyguru.com. We have so much great stuff. Speaking of fantasyguru.com, man, it's just a lot of exciting things I wish I could announce right now. But I alluded to it earlier. It's definitely a down. There's a downswing right now in the fantasy sports industry. A lot of companies are going under. A lot of mismanagement. There's not a lot of free money anymore. You know, you don't get the FanDuel, DraftKings, MGM just throwing, you know, crazy money at companies. And, you know, now you have to be self-sustainable. You have to kill what you eat or eat what you kill. I'm sorry. And that's going to be hard. And that's why so many are going out of business right now. And I'm very proud that we're not one of those places. In fact, we're looking to add and we're probably going to add people in the days and months ahead. We're going to add new content types and ideas, new shows and programming. You know, these are things I'm very excited about. I'm very proud of our team to work for. I'm proud of our community that supports that, that understands. Yeah, we had to raise prices a couple of years ago because that's what, you know, last year, because it was, everything's more expensive now fucking our costs are more expensive but again if we don't do that and our customers don't support us then we are not in business right that's just how it goes so you know i'm very proud of that i think we have a lot of great things to share in the days and weeks ahead baseball offseason nfl basketball college basketball all the different sports it's just an exciting time all of the way around I'm going to let's shut it down here for this episode. I am uh, got a couple more weeks before I have a wedding 
to attend in Chicago. I'll be taking a few weeks off the podcast, obviously, uh, as I always do. Um, at the end of a new season, we will uh, definitely be getting into uh, our following year, which will be season five. Can you believe season four in the books already? Season five, we'll be uh, beginning anew. The uh, couple shows remaining this season, I uh, hope to have Justin Fensterman on a future episode, talk about his new game time show on Sirius XM. Also about NBA. Let's please, if you can do me a favor, I know you like football more. I, most of you probably don't like baseball and or basketball. I've kind of realized that. And I personally, I understand it. But can we make an agreement that money is good? You specifically winning money is a good thing? Because I think that's a good thing. And I don't really care what I win money on. It just needs to go in my pocket. And that's what we do for you over at fantasyguru.com. That's that's what we are about. And that's our pledge to you. We'll teach you NBA. Don't worry about coming in like, I don't know anything. I don't know what, who's on what team. Who cares? Court, you're not supposed to, right? Yeah, I mean, when I went back into this game th- two and a half, three years ago, I didn't know any of this. I didn't know how to say Yusuf Nurkic. I didn't know it was Jakob Pertl. I thought it was Poyatl. I would say it on XM on a national level. I would say the wrong names. We don't, we are not that community. You don't have to even know what these guys look like. It doesn't matter. Follow the plays, learn, get better. You know, you'll, you'll learn someone. You're like, hey, I like the way this guy shoots. I like the, this guy plays. This guy never lets me down. Right. And you learn these things as you go. And that just makes the entire experience better. And it leads to winning and winning leads to your profits. And that's what it is. So, and the same with baseball, you know, it's the same exact thing with major league baseball. It's all about, you don't, you know, the players, you know, the teams, well, we know the players, we know the teams, you just have to make the plays. You know, if you're not into the draft season, if you don't want to play long-term fantasy baseball, full season, we're going to have short season leagues. We're going to do a lot of things on the XM show. I can't talk about this yet, but we're going to do some, every day is going to be a new contest on our show on the new three-hour elite sports. And we will have a ton to discuss with that. And it'll be easy to play. You, you don't need to know much. You just won't. You And you'll learn as you go and as you play along with us every single day. You know? So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. We have it over at the site. We've got different leagues for weekly, daily, weekly, monthly, half-season leagues of every shape and size for fantasy baseball. A lot of eager people to join leagues with as well. So, again, it's really about the community. All right. Enough babbling about that stuff. Season has been great. What a great NFL season. Thank you guys for all your continued support. We'll have new episodes uh, next week as well. Hopefully with Justin Fensterman of fantasyguru.com. We'll talk a lot NBA. We'll teach you some NBA, talk some batting. We'll talk about our journey and lives together and apart for that matter as well. Should be a doozy on that one as well. Again, like beginning of March, I'll take a brief hiatus. A couple weeks off of the show, probably two weeks, and then I'll be right back in for the start of March Madness and everything else. So uh, nothing changes. Thank you for your continued support. Remember to follow me at Jeff underscore Mance on Twitter, the Jeff Mance, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Blue Sky, Threads, all of those different places. FantasyGuru.com MVP package, now just $75 rest of the year. College Pro, basketball, hockey, baseball, MMA, soccer, NASCAR, horse racing. It's all included in that one package. Just an insane deal, ladies and gentlemen. And coming soon, Elite Sports Game Time on Sirius XM with Justin Fenserman and Ray Flowers. Boy, what a show. What a season. We'll see you back here next week, folks. You may disagree with some or every damn thing you heard on today's show. That's perfectly all right, ladies and gentlemen. You know why. Just one man's opinion. 
See you next time, everybody. Deuces!